You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 254, Productivity Tips for Moms. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama, welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. The day this episode airs, June 20th, is World Productivity Day. Have you heard of this? I hadn't, but I thought it was a perfect opportunity to talk about productivity since some of the chief complaints I hear from moms are that they're not as productive as they'd like to be, or they're trying to be so productive that they feel overwhelmed and stressed out all the time. So regardless of which camp you find yourself in, this podcast is for you. First, let's start by defining what productivity is. Being productive refers to how much you can produce in a certain amount of time. People often confuse being productive with being busy. And they're not the same thing. You can busy yourself with lots of tasks and to-dos and then not have any results at the end of the day to show for it. You ever have those days where you do a lot of stuff, but you still feel like nothing really got done? That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to use this podcast as an example to talk about productivity. So I've talked a lot on this show about the self-coaching model. And if you're new to the podcast, I did an entire episode on it in episode six. One of the five components of the model is our results or what we're producing. I often use the model to demonstrate how the thoughts we choose end up creating our results in life. But we can also use the model as a productivity tool by working up the model backwards. So the result I want to produce is a helpful podcast episode for moms. In order to get that result, I need to take several steps or actions. I need to brainstorm topics and then choose one. I need to come up with some questions about the topic and then answer those questions, which becomes the outline of what I want to talk about. I then need to sit down and record the episode, send it off to my editor, Daniel, create the show notes and episode graphic, write the Tuesday email to my list about the episode, and promote it on social media. When all of those tasks are complete, the result will be a published episode for moms to enjoy. In order to take all of those actions, I need to feel committed, capable, and focused because those are the feelings that are going to drive what I do. And in order to feel committed, capable, and focused, I need to be thinking things like, I'm committed to publishing a weekly podcast for moms. There are moms who will be helped by what I have to say. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be shared. And I'm passionate about helping moms feel better about themselves and their kids. So you can see that being productive starts with the beliefs and thoughts you tell yourself, not with the actions you take. You may think that the more you get done, the better you'll feel, but the better you feel, the more you'll get done. Trying to get things done while feeling pressured, overwhelmed, stressed out, panicked, tense, or worried only causes delays 
and less than desirable results. And no matter how much you get done, there's always more. One of the traps that some moms fall into is thinking that every spare moment needs to be productive, as though they'll eventually reach a point where it's all done, and then they can take time for rest and relaxation. But there will always be more to do. The ultimate goal of productivity is to use your limited resource of time to get the most important things done so you can have enough time for doing the things you enjoy with the people you love. Oprah once said, you can have it all, just not all at once. So we need to prioritize, sometimes make tough decisions, and allow those urges that come up that get us off track. I'm going to share a few strategies that help me be more productive. Feel free to try the ones that resonate with you and leave the rest. While some of the strategies might seem like a lot of work or too time-consuming, doing them up front will actually save you time in the long run. And the more you do them, the more habitual they become and the less time they take. At the end of every month, I take a look at my calendar for the following month. Usually all of the appointments, meetings, and trips I've committed to are already on there. So the next thing I do is plan my free time. You may have heard of the personal finance strategy to pay yourself first by putting aside money from your paycheck directly into your savings account to help build your savings and limit your spending. By planning my free time before anything else, I'm paying myself first with my most valuable asset, my time. Once I have those plugged into my calendar, I do a brainstorm or thought dump of all the things I want to accomplish in the next month. The very first time I did this, I listed out the things that I wanted to accomplish in the next six months. So my list was pretty long and I just kept asking myself, what else and what else to get everything in my head onto paper? All the projects I'd been putting off, all the little things I'd procrastinated on, all the things I wanted to do, I wrote it all down. Then after I have that list, I prioritize it based on what results I think will make the greatest impact. Because there are so many things I could work on in my business or that I could do at home and with my family, but some would make a greater positive impact than others. So I prioritize those. The next strategy I learned almost two years ago when my friend Meg reached out to me and asked if I wanted to be her accountability partner. She shared a YouTube video with me by organizational psychologist, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, that I'm going to tell you about now, and I'll link to his video in today's show notes. Basically, at the end of every day, you and your accountability partner text each other two things, how you did on your top three priorities for that day, simply by writing zero out of three, one out of three, two out of three, or three out of three. And then you write the top three results you want to create for the following day. That's it. You don't comment on each other's priorities or ask why they didn't get something done. And it's totally okay if you don't accomplish all three things, as long as you're moving forward and making progress. I like to write my top three things as results instead of things to do. For example, rather than writing work on podcast, I'll write choose podcast topic and title, record episode 254, and complete show notes. I put each thing on my calendar to complete within a specific time frame. Have you ever noticed that the less time you have, the more you get done and vice versa? 
That's because when there's a sense of urgency, we tend to plan and prioritize better and more effectively to get things done. When there isn't a sense of urgency, we don't utilize our time as effectively and end up accomplishing less. Or we get caught up in trying to make everything perfect, which slows us down and prevents us from getting it done. For me, this daily practice of deciding my top three results the night before and sharing it with my accountability partner has made me so much more productive and more intentional about how I use my time. I introduced this method to my Damn Good Mama group, and now we have a channel in Slack, which is the app we use to communicate with each other, so that they can write their daily three and hold themselves accountable inside our group. I highly recommend you give this a try. Just go to my show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 254 and send this Benjamin Hardy video to a friend that you really like and trust and see if they'd be interested in doing it with you. Another strategy is to allow your urges. I haven't talked about urges on the podcast before, but I have talked about allowing emotions and an urge is an emotion. I know that sometimes when I'm trying to get work done, I'll get an urge to eat a snack, check my email, or switch to another task that's easier. And whenever I give in to those urges, I lose focus and productivity. So when I notice an urge, instead of immediately giving into it, I get curious about why it's there and what emotion I'd be avoiding by giving in. Usually, I want a break when I start feeling impatient or restless because what I'm doing doesn't seem fun. When I remind myself how I want to feel and why the result I'm working towards matters, I can allow the vibrations of impatience and restlessness to pass through me and then gently shift back to feeling committed, capable, and focused. This takes self-discipline and practice. Whenever I do give into my urges, and I still do at times, I try to be kind to myself afterwards and get back on track as quickly as possible. This brings me to another point I want to make about comparing yourself to others and judging yourself against them. One of my clients recently told me about a friend of hers who had planned a vacation months in advance. My client started to judge herself for not being as organized with her time and not planning months into the future. I reminded her that she's only seeing one part of the story. This may have been the very first time her friend planned a vacation months in advance. Or maybe he really is organized with his time, but he doesn't have close and connected relationships in his life. We have no idea. Nobody's perfect. So don't let other people's successes and productivity discourage you. Instead, use them as inspiration for what's possible. Finally, on this World Productivity Day and every day, stop to acknowledge your accomplishments and celebrate yourself instead of rushing to get the next thing crossed off your list. You're helping to produce the next generation, and they need you to take good care of yourself so you can be at your best for them. That's what I have for you today. I wish you a productive and balanced week ahead, and I'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. 
And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now. 